0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the 107 podcast with myself, Jacob, and my co-host, Ash. So we're here to talk about F1 Academy, aren't we? 2024. Yes, breaking news. Yes. Well, I mean, it came out yesterday, but recently breaking news.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we need time to to digest it. Um, but yeah, so for the 2024 season, all the 10 Formula One teams will have one driver and their livery on a car competing in F1 Academy. Yeah. Which is really good news. Um, It makes it feel like it's less of an offshoot and part of Formula One. It's going to help bring more women into the sport because the academies are going to be set up to include female drivers, which means they're like, oh, she's really good. Maybe we should try her out in the Formula One car.
0: Give her a free practice session type thing, whoever yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, so if you don't know what on earth F1 Academy is for some reason, F1 Academy is a 50, currently a 15 driver championship and it's set to stay that way for 2024 as well. Uh, but it is exclusively women who are driving in this championship. Um, and that's pretty much it. There's It's nothing else um, out of the ordinary. At the moment, I believe there are Five teams with three different drivers each, making up the fifteen uh, the fifteen drivers. Um, and I would love to sell uh, to tell you all about you know the fantastic racing and stuff like that. Um, mm. But of course, it's been a struggle to watch any W Series F One Academy related stuff sorry not W series any F1 Academy related stuff this season Um, so hopefully this will also mean that it's even easier to to watch for fans especially because I think that the aim of this series is for it to be a support series next year in 2024 meaning that it will be on the same weekends as the Formula One race weekends a bit like F2 or F3 or the Porsche Super Cup as well so uh, I think it's it's really really good that essentially all 10 Formula One teams have decided to chip in type thing and support this series um as well and not only is it going to be good you know promotion for all 10 of the formula one teams or 11 or 12 depending on what on earth happens in 2026 uh but also it's going to be good to see the support for this series as well grow um because hopefully it's something which can grow right
1: yeah i mean this is a step in the right direction Um, I think it's going to set up, um, if they don't have driver academies beforehand, some of these teams will need driver academies for the drivers. And if they do, well, it's opening up to more drivers, essentially. Um, More female drivers as well, which is good. Having the liveries on there makes it feel a little bit more legitimate and less... I don't mean this in a bad way around F2 or F3, but it doesn't feel like it's F1 because they are essentially their own racing series and their own sponsors and own cars.
0: Yeah, I see that, yeah.
1: Whereas if you have the liveries on these cars, it makes it feel more F1-esque and maybe lends a little bit more weight and credence to the sport doing more for women in motorsports. So I hope it then allows more women into motorsport in terms of engineering and strategy and team principles and everything like that. And the big key thing is, will we get it on tv
0: i sure hope so or at the very least it's on it's on f1 tv that would be that would be a step in the right direction at the very least but hopefully this will be the end or next season will be the end of the licensing issues seemingly um hopefully we can get that sorted um but they're talking about this more as a long-term option for for like women in motorsports which is really good because obviously w series which was around for six months was it no six months for one season and then a full season the season before and jamie chadwick essentially won both um so well, i mean hopefully it lasts a bit longer than w series as well
1: It'll be interesting to see what they mean by liveries is it just an orange for a mclaren a red for a ferrari or are they including sponsors in there because if they are sponsors, are like if we're on there, we want to be shown on TV, or is it more? You know, we've got the Ferrari badge, we've got the red Ferrari, we've got you know Ferrari on the wing or McLaren on the side, etc. I that-
0: I'm imagining it would be almost like. Female football teams compared to male football teams, so they will have the same kit sponsor or the same engine supplier in this in this scenario. Uh, and then, let's say for example, the I know that the Liverpool women's football team was sponsored by Nivea. Um, okay. But then, like, that was their shirt sponsor, I believe, off the top of my head anyway. But then the men's was standard chartered. Uh, and so, essentially, I imagined that it would be something similar, where some would stay the same, but then some would be tailored maybe for more of a female market, maybe. I don't really know. Um, or is
1: it just, we've got delivery, but you have your own sponsors on there? Yeah,
0: yeah. And maybe
1: um, that might attract more sponsors, like if they're on a Ferrari car, McLaren, a Mercedes. True. So... That, that could be something good, but it's a step in the right direction, which is good. Absolutely. Um, so it'll be, be interesting to see how it came about, because I know Stefano has been talking about I wonder if it's like the brainchild of Susie Wolf or, or something like that. It'll be good to understand more behind how this decision came about, but it's a good decision. It's a step in the right direction, and hopefully they'll continue to make steps in that direction to legitimize that sport. Yes,
0: Absolutely. Um, and by the looks of things, the so uh ten of the drivers of the current fifteen this season uh will be nominated by Formula One teams and each team will have their livery on the car, is exactly what it says. So yeah. essentially I think that now the teams will also have a little bit of a silly season battle going on where <laughs> they will have to try and sign one of these incredible drivers as well. So that could make for quite interesting Ooh, yeah. uh, interesting uh play i guess because i know that for example um for rodin carlin who is one of the w series teams uh they are sponsored they are sponsored by alpine or there's a very close association with alpine uh they have three drivers so which one do they pick you know, maybe um, Alpine are, you know, the main sponsor, but then BWT come in and they decide to sponsor a, a second driver. So one of the remaining five drivers, you never you never really know. Uh, so that <coughs> could make it for, make for like very interesting.
1: Well, uh, hopefully that could as well. mean, you know what? Instead of 10, we make it 20.
0: Um, yeah, they might, they might extend it. I don't really know. Um, but I, like I said, I just knew that they had some sort of, pre-existing relationship and i also know that ferrari have a pre-existing relationship with prema as well so ferrari will probably pick one of the three prema drivers as well and obviously with ferrari um being part of it as well that means that more than likely one of these Primer f1 academy drivers will also be representing Haas as well so there's some there's some easy links and stuff like that that you can potentially make essentially through all of these uh through all of these teams which is quite interesting um but uh it's yeah either way it's going to be really interesting to see exactly what happens and like i said hopefully uh one of these (laughs) uh uh, one of these uh uh, one of these teams like manages to pick up one of the best ones and we get our first f1 academy world champion but it's for the team like so (laughs) can you imagine if like Haas were (laughs) constructor champions for this or something like that like it's just it could throw up some some real surprises um ah i'm because i'm looking as well at the same time i know that art grand prix are also sort of Backed a bit by Sauber so Alfa Romeo as well so Alfa Romeo are sort of tied to at least one of their drivers um as well so this is what I mean there are quite a few links already there between Formula One teams and these F1 Academy teams as well so uh I think there are some safe bets and there are some which are completely up in the air but um we'll have to wait and see
1: let's sure. wait and see yeah. um and as of 2024 uh F1 Academy will be at every race weekend
0: every what so all 24
1: all 24 races yeah
0: <laughs> okay wasn't so, expecting that
1: so and in 2024 the F1 academy calendar will be aligned with F1 dominicali said on sky sports f1 um f1 academy will be on the racing weekend with formula 1 Of course, not everywhere, but that'll be part of the plan to promote Formula One Academy.
0: Yeah, so so that's what I thought. So, like, it would be like F2. Sometimes with Formula One, there is no F2 associated with the weekend. So, I don't know how many F2 race weekends there are, actually. Uh, How many F2 race weekends are there? Uh, So, F2, there are 14 rounds.
1: Okay, so it could be something similar. Probably Uh,
0: something similar. Or it could be that we have the 14 rounds of F2 and then the 10 rounds which they don't go to is where F1 Academy go.
1: Oh, that's a very good shout.
0: So that essentially you just replace F2 with F1, Ac- uh, with F1 Academy.
1: Yeah, so there's always something every race weekend. Yeah. But at least they're there on mm. the race weekend. So yes. that means that hopefully people will at least be able to see it live. Yeah. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And Steps then obviously- in the right direction.
0: Obviously if it's then aligned with, with the rest of the calendar as well, that yeah. means that more than likely, you know, um more than likely uh that it would be on F1 TV.
1: Well, I wonder if F one TV would do something a drive to survive. Yeah, you know, so just sh- show F1 behind TV, the scenes. They
0: have they have a series about F2 drivers. Okay
1: uh it's called like <coughs> ch- i don't know unfortunately we don't get f1 tv in the uk so it's, it's
0: called like ch- like chase the dream or chasing the dream chasing the dream that's what it's okay. called uh right. so they do something like that for f2 already the latest episode season five episode 10 uh is 10 minutes long so it's like <laughs> mini mini episodes or not mini episodes but short episodes
1: yeah okay Yeah, well, yeah, if they could, because look how popular Drive to Survive has made the sport. And Mm. if they could do something similar for F1 Academy, um, again, steps in the right direction. So Absolutely. uh, Yeah, it could be something that, you know, F1 TV, but then this is where you go, okay, we're going to put some budget in, we'll produce it, but we'll hire female directors and, you know, female, all that. Female camera women and stuff. Female like that, content so. creators.
0: And exactly. Something that always gets me, though, right, is you know how men's football, 99% of the time, it's a man managing the men's football.
1: Yeah.
0: But then it's also a man managing in the women's football, typically. So, yep. like, maybe they also say, hey, team, all, um, you know, uh, directors, like all um, team Race bosses team, thing, principals. team principals. Maybe they all have to be women as well. There could also be some sort of thing around um, that too. I doubt it, but I I don't know. I'm just asking the question.
1: That's down to experience, right? Yeah, Yeah. true. They've not had the opportunity to build the experience, to become a team principal.
0: Yeah.
1: And as someone like, who was it for Sabah? Manisha Manisha Kaltoban? And who was the one for Williams? Her daughter's name? Claire Williams. Claire Williams, Yeah. Yeah. But maybe once they bring them up as engineers, as drivers that have that experience, and maybe be able to go on to become team principals and race engineers and performance engineers, uh, et cetera.
0: Maybe that's something that Claire Williams comes back and does.
1: Yeah, that could be something.
0: Especially Williams are going to be supporting one of the drivers and one of the racing teams. Yeah. So that would actually make sense.
1: That would make sense.
0: But you never know. But uh, either way, absolutely positive news um and steps in the right direction um for sure
1: yeah yep look forward to being able to see something <laughs> yes yeah
0: hopefully we can actually um watch some some racing which would be absolutely amazing um and speaking of steps in a different direction uh we also have a confirmation from uh Ferrari uh that Laurent 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 Lauren? I don't know cuz it's, it's Italian is it is he Italian or is he French. I, don't I don't know. Anyway, this man, bloke, whatever. Laurent Meckies. Laurent Meckies. Uh he is leaving Ferrari. He's gone. Uh essentially he won't be at the Belgian Grand Prix, which is happening this weekend. Yeah. Uh he was there for four and a half years. Um, and they had seven wins over those four and a half years, which is not a great statistic for Ferrari. <laughs> um so he's leaving and he will be going to uh Alpha, Alpha Tower. Tower.
1: Yes. Do because, you think does he then start straight away at Alpha Tari or is it like handover no. period? So I I believe gardening leave.
0: I believe he will go on gardening leave and because it was such an important position, I I believe it will actually be until the end of the season.
1: Right. Okay. That um, makes sense. Because he was supposed to leave at the end of the season, but they've obviously pushed this forward. Yeah, maybe. and now he leaves practically um, Midway. I guess because he's
0: going to AlphaTauri, and maybe this is me reading too much into it, because he's going to AlphaTauri, which is part of the Red Bull organisation, they don't want him giving any key information to the Red Bull organisation. However, that being said, Ferrari is an utter shambles at the moment, so (laughs) I highly doubt that there's much key information that would be worth Red Bull even listening to at this point. So, you know, the New York Yankees aren't going to listen to somebody playing like sunday league baseball in a park in (laughs) shropshire so this is what i mean um so i I don't know maybe it's just a formality maybe it's something they have to do
1: or maybe like you said if they're focusing on next year's car let's just say they're starting now yeah it's like yeah there's no point you have being in the team knowing what we're working on etc so that there could be something like that they're working on next year's car they're like look. um time for you to step down go on guarding leave and then you'll be team principal of alpha Towering next season
0: yeah i think i think that pretty much could be it so it'll be interesting to see if the
1: new sporting director i don't know how to say his name <laughs> uh, see if he makes any immediate changes do we see the strategy change and pit stops become better That's who knows
0: it got absolutely no idea but hopefully this is a again nothing against uh nothing
1: against him the new sporting director
0: we'll go with diego (laughs) because i'm gonna slaughter that last name i do apologize diego i
1: probably already have probably
0: yeah (laughs) uh but yeah i i think that hopefully this will be a good step in the right direction for both teams both ferrari and alfa but obviously time will tell um but also if you're him i bet you're probably glad that you aren't going to spa this weekend because it is raining it (laughs) is raining um since we recorded the last episode the weather forecast has obviously completely changed and now it is literally going to be a very very wet weekend and i swear to god because i was so close to booking tickets if I have dodged a bullet, I will be the happiest man alive because I have a funny feeling that something similar could potentially happen because looking at the rain, it's not good. It's really not good. So, but we'll have to wait and see.
1: We shall wait and see. Uh, are yeah. you getting scary flashbacks?
0: Honestly, yeah. as soon as I saw We keep
1: teasing the story. We'll have to talk about it post. I can do it now you want to do it now I just do it now it'll take 10 yeah
0: minutes. let's do it we've now. been recording for 17 minutes we'll we'll, we'll try and stop by Thursday because we
1: we've talked about it in nearly every podcast oh, yeah <laughs> so um, why don't you tell everybody about your first ever formula one circuit experience in story time with Spa. jacob
0: <laughs> uh right so essentially 2021 obviously was the the year of the not belgian grand prix where it was cancelled and guess who was there? <laughs> this guy. Um, so for his first
1: ever race.
0: For my first ever proper Formula One race, I decided Belgium Spa, one of the best tracks you could possibly go to. Why don't I make that the track that I go to? So I drove down from Denmark. I drove all the way through Germany. Um, and I was, planning on <laughs> I was planning on going to the Nürburgring on the way as well so on the way to Spa I'll go to the Nürburgring I'll do a a lap or two um, and then head on to the Grand Prix uh, weekend so I get to the Nürburgring and I can't even drive because it's raining too much so and literally there was no other chance because of when I was planning on going to and from and the track time openings and stuff like that I missed my only chance because it was raining so I didn't get to go on the Nürburgring right so I'm already annoyed I'm already pissed off so I then go down to Belgium right I stay on the edge of the border uh between Germany and Belgium because of covid guidelines I could only I could stay within Belgium but only for less than 24 hours so it was easier for me to stay in Germany and then I had to get up and get to the track to get a negative covid test to enter the event even though they told, they told me it would take up to six hours to, to actually get your negative COVID test results back, right? So I've gone, okay, great. So if I want to be in by 12, I need to get my COVID test at like six, seven in the morning. So I put my COVID test for seven in the morning, right? And within 20 minutes, I get the response back. <laughs> like I did not need to be there that early whatsoever and obviously it was negative anyway um I had to have a negative covid uh, test to travel into germany as well at the time um I think anyway or at the very least it was like good for me to have one that said I was negative anyway so it's it the weather's not too bad on the sunday morning I've just got my covid test it's like 7:38 in the morning and I'm like right well you know I'll uh, I'll go in uh and have a look around see if I can you know not like reserve my spot but like go and find somewhere to be um and then um once i got in it got really windy and really cold and it started to rain uh but it wasn't like torrential rain it was like that weird drizzle where just it like all of a sudden you're just completely drenched head to toe um so so i'm like huh i should probably go back out to the car so that I can grab my bigger coat. Because for some reason, I didn't grab my bigger coat. Um, And when I go to leave, I'm told that I can't leave because... There were ticket scalpers or something like that. I still don't fully believe exactly what (laughs) what happened, but I couldn't get out. So I only have like a a smaller jacket on and like a hoodie. So I then have to go to one of the merch stands and I have to spend money. I think I bought like an umbrella and another jacket. And I think I spent like a hundred euros, like something like that, just to stay warm. And it literally rained the entire day um and i believe i was there like i said from like eight in the morning all the way through to like when the grand prix was supposed to start about three o'clock um so i saw like some of the f2 and f3 go around as well um and it was really weird when those f2 and f3 cars go around i think it was f3 that came around first but i was literally sat in the forest for like two hours shivering (laughs) <laughs> underneath underneath this this uh, umbrella trying to stay warm and then all of a sudden you just hear this hot, hot, like really really loud uh, noise come through the forest behind you. And it's the F three cars, and just all of a sudden, your heart warms up, and you're like, "All oh, right, okay, it's go time! <laughs> like, let's let's get up and start and uh, start enjoying some racing." The F two and F three were absolutely amazing. It was really, really good to to watch those. Um, and then, obviously, you then go back down to sitting, and then all of a sudden, the driver parade come round. As for that, it's building, it's building, it's building, and then when the cars come around and I'm like right brilliant they've done a the warm-up laps and then oh it's been red flagged okay it'll be like half an hour cool all right I'll go back to my little spot I'll sit and I'll wait and then another a half an hour go faster and then another half an hour goes past. and then they say oh we're gonna aim to do a rolling start or whatever it was at this specific time And also, instead of trying to run the whole Grand Prix within this three-hour window, we're going to throw that out the window, because why not? Um, (laughs) And we're going to try and get like a full running session. And the fans were like, oh, brilliant. Like, hey, that's that's absolutely amazing. We can wait for that. It had already been like two hours (laughs) of nothing. And then they came around again once. um, And they went straight back into the pit lane after, I think I was there for like, two and a half, three hours, something like that. And then Max got out of the car um, and he had his photo taken with the Honda uh, representative that they had in the garage that weekend because it was some sort of strategic partnership with Honda and they had like the 200th Grand Prix or something like that with their partnership or whatever it was. So they had a a photo taken essentially. And as soon as I saw that, I knew that they 100% weren't going to go racing again. Uh Uh, And it was... It was just horrible because we didn't see a race at all, although technically we did. Nikita Mazepin had the fastest lap of the race, which is just hilarious, no matter how you put it. So technically, it's quite funny that the I was at the race where Nikita Mazepin had the fastest lap award, which then got taken away from him, by the way, because it wasn't a proper race um and then um and then uh, the uh the the obviously the aftermath was that we weren't going to get a refund even though we didn't see a race but we did but we didn't it was well, yeah, it was
1: they just they said they done a certain amount of laps for it it was just point. the most
0: horrific weekend possible like the organization was awful it was cold. It was wet. It was just it was just horrible. Um, and then to not even get a refund was... It was just horrific. There's there's no other way of putting it. it? Um, and from that experience, I genuinely don't think I will ever go to spa again. Purely <laughs> based on that experience. It has put me off for life. Um, and I... I don't really blame the FIA or anything like that because like, it just wasn't safe to race, in all honesty. It just wasn't. Uh, It was really, really wet. Spa is very, very tricky when wet, and it's very dangerous, so I don't blame them whatsoever. But at the same time, give fans a refund. Or, at the very least, give them money off for next year's ticket. You know? Like, if they'd have said, right, look, we can't give you a refund, but here is... If you quote your original booking number when you book next year's tickets would give you even honestly if they'd have given 30% off I would have considered it again. Like that's all they had to do was just 30% off. And they could have even bumped the ticket prices up another 10% and people probably wouldn't have even noticed, you know? Yeah. So but yeah. And then I had to drive all the way back up to Denmark, which is like a 10-hour drive I think. Uh, <laughs> soaking so, wet. <laughs> soaking wet. Well luckily obviously well, I have heated seats in my car, <laughs> which is brilliant. Um and yeah it 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 was not a fun weekend, in, in all honesty. It just wasn't. Um, so much better when we went to Austria the year after, and obviously when when I went to Britain this year as well. They were much more enjoyable weekends. But I think that's enough of the PTSD for, for me, because it just wasn't <laughs> fun whatsoever. So, uh, F1 organizers, if you're listening to this, boo you for not giving every one of those fans who really, really deserved... Uh, a refund for sticking out in that weather because that was completely ridiculous. So, yeah,
1: were uh, were people leaving around you before it was officially a couple confirmed? of
0: people left. Um, But as soon, like I said, as soon as I saw the photo in the garage, I was like, "Yeah, I 100% know that's it." Like, there's no way that they would take that photo and stuff like that. Even like if if they didn't know something that we didn't know. And then by the time I got to the car, which is about 40 minutes later um and was like warmed up and i think i changed my jeans as well because they were wet into like tracksuit bottoms or whatever i had in the car um i think i literally switched on the car and then i got a a message on my phone saying the race was cancelled or the race was over by that point and they that was it so um so like i definitely left at the right time because i also skipped out on a decent amount of traffic too which is nice um but at the same time like my god it's just just utterly ridiculous um i'm glad i left when i did get me home this is, to, yeah, it just wasn't even fun. And like I said, I, I went for two things, to drive on the Nürburgring and to see the Formula 1 race, <laughs> and I didn't do either of them. So not that year anyway. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, so hopefully we don't get as bad of a weekend this weekend, but who knows, the The, the weather doesn't seem to be letting up, does it?
1: It does not. But uh, yeah, hopefully we can get a race where it is wet and mixes it up, but they don't cancel the race or it becomes stupidly dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, hopefully we can get a safe and fun McLaren winning weekend. <laughs> so,
1: sorry you had to relive that again. <laughs> it's
0: fine. I will do my best not to mention it too much for, further forward now that I've fully explained the story. Um, <laughs> and to anyone else who was there in Belgium, I'm so sorry because that was not fun. We were in this together and it's not on you. It's not on me. I'm sorry. Also, if you'd have had a spare coat, I really could have used it. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Oh, jesus i felt right. for you as so, i was saying yeah because i was messaging
0: walk. you through the entire yeah. thing and it was just it was awful it was i was like i'll try
1: i try to give you updates if you know martin brundle and crofty say anything but yeah there was nothing there was nothing unfortunately no so. oh well anyways um so to summarize it up mm-hmm. don't go to spa when it's wet no nope. laurent Meckes is out Yep. and formula one academy is taking steps in the right direction by having the 10 Formula 1 teams have a livery and a driver uh, for 2024.
0: Exactly that.
1: So how long was this mini podcast? Because we were only supposed to keep it short. 29
0: minutes, just oh, about good. to tick over to 29 minutes. So literally, right. I think 30 minutes is perfect, easily consumable. And we should maybe do some more of these in the future when yeah, little bits of big news. Yeah, news. Pops out. Big
1: news, we'll pop something out but yeah. um yeah cool. thank you very much for listening and we'll be back next time with our spa review we will and uh i was going to say preview the next race but it will be the uh summer break but will, we'll have some more episodes in between then but yes. thank you for listening please do like share subscribe if you want we're available on all podcast platforms your
0: preferred podcast platform <laughs> uh,
1: your preferred podcast platform and if you do have a spare race jacket someone might want one
0: <laughs> yeah honestly there should be like 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 you know bins around spa with just like free jackets that you could borrow because it was horrible <laughs> honest to god um but yeah thank you very much everyone for listening much appreciated please be sure to rate the podcast as well um and uh, be sure to check us out on youtube too if you haven't already or if you're watching on youtube already but that's it cheers everyone